0: Today, hope you're monitoring your Facebook comments because they could land you in court. The final chapter in the case of the rewritten title tags. How much does it cost to buy a podcast ad? And Twitter takes on Facebook. It's Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. Happy Asturias Day, Spain. I'm Todd Maffin from Engage Q Digital. And here's what you missed today in Digital Marketing, episode 463. So how often does your team check your brand's Facebook page for comments? And how often do they delete the bad ones? If your answer isn't anything close to immediately, you are now at the risk of being sued. The Australian High Court has ruled that organizations can be held responsible for defamatory comments left on their social media pages by members of the public. And your brand doesn't have to be based in Australia. You just have to have published that defamatory content in Australia, which, unless you've country-gated your Facebook page, happens the second you press post. And what of the social platforms that don't let you country-gate? Well, you're wide open there. Quoting The Verge, The ruling is part of a defamation lawsuit brought against a number of outlets, including The Australian and Sky News, by Australia's Dylan Voller. Shocking photographs of Voller being restrained at a youth detention center went viral in 2016 and led to an inquest into the conditions at such centers. Many news outlets covered this story and shared their articles on Facebook. In 2017, Voller sued three of these companies, arguing that comments left on their Facebook pages in reaction to these stories were defamatory, and that by inviting these comments, the news outlets were legally their publishers. This latest ruling, a 5-2 decision by Australia's High Court, seems to settle this particular element of the case, establishing that media companies are indeed the publishers of third-party Facebook comments and can be held legally responsible for their content. Australian media companies are extremely worried by the wider implications of the High Court's ruling. A spokesperson for Nine, one of the companies sued by Voller, said the decision, quote, will have ramifications for what we can post on social media in the future. Unquote. The Verge also notes that this could spread to other countries, as Australia is often seen as a testbed for online regulation. So you say, why don't you just turn off comments? Problem solved, right? Except that you can't turn off comments on Facebook. If you create a post or an ad, that post will accept comments, whether you like it or not. Better staff up your moderation team. Full disclosure, our agency's primary work is engagement and moderation services for small and medium-sized brands. Well, we're nearly done (laughs) with the saga of the rewritten title tags. If you're new to the story, Google has always said it might rewrite your web page's title tags before listing them in search. But a couple of weeks ago, they changed that code and the AI started making really weird decisions around how to adjust that all-important text. You may have wondered, as did I, if Google changes the title text to something dumb, what does it use for ranking purposes? My original title or the new one it created? Here's Google's John Mueller. We continue to use what you have in your title tag, uh, in your title element, as something that we can use for for ranking. It's It's not like something that replaces everything for the website, but it is a factor that we use in there.
1: Even if uh, when we
0: display the title for your page, we swap out maybe that one keyword that you care about, uh, we, we would still use that for ranking. Another question that people have been asking around this is whether you should change the title tag on your web page to the one that Google makes for you if your page gets to set it. Mueller's answer, no. These are algorithms that are looking at things and trying to, to figure things out, uh, but you know your site best. You know your users best, so I would not blindly follow kind of what google's algorithms are doing maybe there are cases where google's algorithms give you good ideas and that's fantastic but i would not blindly follow that the og podcast hosting platform libsyn has released data on the costs of buying a podcast ad the numbers come from actual sales data from the 2000 plus podcasts their recent acquisition advertise cast runs ads for as of a week ago the average CPM rate for a 60-second ad was 25 bucks. That's for shows with fewer than 10,000 listeners per episode. For podcasts between that and 100,000, it's 24 bucks. And podcasts with more than 100,000K in episode listeners dips to 22 bucks. Incidentally, the average cost for a 30-second ad is about $18 CPM. Remember, these are CPM numbers, not the actual cost. So if you run a 60-second ad on a podcast that gets 50,000 listeners per episode... You'd take that CPM of $24 and multiply it by 50, meaning that ad will cost you $1,200. Those are U.S. dollars. This price has mostly been stable throughout 2021 after recovering from a slight dip during the early days of the pandemic last year. The chief revenue officer at AdvertiseCast reminds us that, quote, these figures are not based on pricing arbitrarily set by a sales organization. Rather, they are driven by supply and demand within our marketplace. Historical rates can be found on the advertised cast website. Livson says it plans to post these figures on the website monthly.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
0: Then, newsletters. Now, Twitter is launching communities, apparently their answer, to Facebook groups. Starting today, Twitter is accepting applications to become community leaders, something Facebook would call a group admin, something Reddit would call a mod. These communities will be invite-only for the time being. You'll know if you have it by checking the left nav bar for now. Only iOS users can participate in a community. Android users can read the post in a community, but not post on their own. That's if you even have access to the test. During a presentation to investors earlier this year, Twitter said its goal was to make it easier for people to form, discover, and participate in conversations that are more targeted toward the relevant communities or geographies they're interested in. So might we see this try to take on location-based apps like Nextdoor as well? Twitter was first released 15 years, 5 months, and 19 days ago. And in all that time, still no edit button. And finally, on this somewhat short episode today, uh, some people have been seeing an offer from Facebook in Ads Manager that appears to be them testing some kind of new conversion optimization code out. It's a toggle, which you can turn on or off, and that toggle reads allow Facebook to direct up to approximately 10% of your traffic to your shop on Facebook and Instagram. This will help us learn how to improve people's experiences and take them where they are most likely to convert. Here's the interesting part, I thought. Facebook will cover the estimated cost for impressions that direct traffic to shops. So I'm a numbers guy. I mean, hey, I'm in digital marketing. Aren't we all in some way marketing people? And so I have been on this kind of like the last year or so on this sort of bent to capture all of my own personal metrics. And that Apple makes that fairly easy because I'm a fanboy, you know, with the Apple Watch. Every 10 minutes, it checks my heart rate. I've been tracking my sleep and so on. Anyway, and I looked inside help, which is the the main app there. And you can even put your vaccine card in it, by the way, which is kind of cool. But I noticed there was an entry for toothbrush for toothbrushing. So I finally tracked down a toothbrush that can do this. I'm not going to tell you how much I spent because it's embarrassing. (laughs) I'm also not going to tell my wife how much it spent because I still want to stay married. However, uh, it is pretty cool. I'll say that much. Uh, Every time you brush, it records in HealthKit how many minutes you brushed for. Why, you ask, would I want to do that? Well, of course, the stats, right? And then you can see over time whether or not you're improving, whether you're doing more brushing or less brushing. I don't know. Kind of like it. All right. Talk to you tomorrow.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.